This is After the Final Rose with Dante and Alana, a siblings podcast talking everything Bachelor and Bachelorette. Welcome back to another episode of After the Final Rose with Alana and Dante. We did not get an episode out last week, but to cover up uh, which kind of leads into this week's episode. Mm-hmm. At the end of last week's episode, Sarah, who did get a one-on-one date with Matt, and she got the rose. At the end of last week's episode, she fainted during the rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. And that is sort of how we left things off uh, yep. last week. And it kept us wondering going into this week, what is going to happen? Yeah, we got to see, because last week it ended with her fame, um, obviously we didn't see which girls would go home, so this week's episode opened up with that, Um, and I was a little surprised, you know, we saw um, a lot of the girls mentioned that initially they thought Sarah was faking it and doing it for attention, um, which obviously, like, We don't really know the case. She could have actually been blacking out, like she said, or she easily could have been doing it for attention. Um, Mm -hmm. But once she finally, you know, Matt consoled her and everything, which is really nice, but I don't think the girls were too happy with that. Um, Mm -hmm. We did have four girls go home. um, Four that I wasn't actually very surprised that they were going home because I don't really think that we've gotten much from them, which was Marilyn. Um, which per last week, her and Victoria had mm-hmm. this tiff. Do we know if Matt sent her home because Victoria kind of ratted on her? Who knows? Um, I don't really think he had a connection with her anyways. No, I don't think so either. Um, and then Alana went home, Kristen mm-hmm. and Ileana. So four girls that, you know, I actually did like Kristen in the beginning. Um, I was hoping she'd stay a little bit longer, but like I said, not really much from all four of them. Well, and Alana was the first one who kissed um, yes. Matt. So yep. she got sent home quick after that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I couldn't tell if it was fake or if it was real. But as we got into uh, this week's episode, that's where I really started questioning whether it was fake or not. But right. after the rose ceremony, we go into the group date. Uh, which is the next day, and they bring Ashley I back. Uh, as many, uh, most of you know, Ashley I has been in many different seasons, uh, like Bachelor. just in the last one. Yeah, and they they did bring her in last season with uh, for Claire slash uh, mm-hmm. Tasha season, but it starts off with the girls walking in a. It's like a room, a performance room, and Ashley is in the dark reading a love letter. Um, and it's like, it's, it's like a sexual love letter and turns out to be Chris Harrison's book, which one is a love, love how they book. just plugged that in. Yeah. So I knew he wrote a book, um, cause I've seen it, um, on Amazon when I've looked at like other bachelorette contestants, cause most bachelor people write books and, mm. um, his showed up, but I didn't know it was like an erotic uh, yeah. fa- like fantasy romance book. I cannot see Chris Harrison doing that. I just thought it was like a biography or a tell all kind of thing. I did mm-hmm. not know it was like a fictional love story, but. And I, I saw a lot of tweets on Twitter and everybody was like, way to just subtly uh, promote your book on the show. That book is so old too. 
which is really like it's not a I'm pretty sure I actually want to look that up but I'm pretty sure that book is like a very old book unless he's come out with two um but yeah I didn't really like I don't know it was just a bit you could tell bachelor is getting bored like not bored but they're running out of ideas to do because yeah obviously they're limited um Mm. and it's just I've definitely noticed uh, this well I obviously as they've been in the bubble they've been stretching their boundaries a little bit yeah like we've we got a lot during like Tasha and Claire season like sexual feelings and like like half naked men and they're starting to push like their norm so I don't know if yeah. that's a good thing or if it's just getting kind of uncomfortable but they are definitely starting to change a little bit well, it is, um, what's it called? It is rare for ABC because ABC mm-hmm. is a network where like a Netflix, it's very easy for them to get away with more where obviously they're on a network um, channel. Also so, owned by Disney. Yeah. Okay. So I think this book came out in like 2015. Okay. That's how old it is. So it's not like a new book that he's trying to advertise. So it was just really random. Um, but anyways, Ashley, I is reading that script, which was so uncomfortable. And then, um, I actually, even though it was uncomfortable to watch, I did think it was really funny. Like you totally got to see a good side of these girls and see how like humorous they are. And, um, what's it called? I love how right when they said they're having a live audience, I knew it was going to be the other girls because they did the same thing with Tasha. And that was so, I mean, they laughed about it. Besides Sarah, like. She wasn't too happy. Yeah, Sarah, you could tell her face. She just kept going like mm-hmm. this. And she was so uncomfortable. All the other girls like made fun, like, made fun of it. They had a good time. Mm-hmm. I get why she felt a little comfortable, but it's not like she's watching them do this stuff with them. They're just reading up yeah. a made up story. Like, I don't know how she could say that like, she felt like it was like him cheating on her. When, like, mm-hmm. these girls are literally just, like, reading something they just made up in their brain, like. Yeah, I definitely think that the girls were uncomfortable at first, but once they got into it, I don't even think, well, at least for those who were uh, involved in the group date, like, they just, like, completely forgot that this was, like, The Bachelor, and they were just, like, dying laughing, like, yeah. they they thought, like, the other girls were so funny, they didn't care that they were all talking about the same guy, yeah. they just thought the whole thing was so funny, and you can yeah. just tell, like, when they first went in, they were like, oh, I just want this to end, and then as it ended, they, they had the mindset, like, I don't want this to end, because they were just yeah. dying laughing. They had such a good time, which is fun to see, because not all, I mean, you tend to see with the guy season, the guys get very, like, competitive which is not like a surprise where the girls are competitive but they also like I think enjoy each other's company a little more than the guys do and so yeah it was fun they had a great time with it and then they were like all right let's go do like an after party together which is even Mm -hmm. more fun um I thought Anna's was hilarious um I what else did I write I had that um Sarah looked like she was unraveling. Like she was ready. You could just tell by her yeah. facial expressions. She's someone that wears her like emotions on her face. She was going to like freak out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember who, who had some good um, 
things written. Like I, I really liked uh, Chris, Christine, or I'm trying to remember her name. Um, uh, oh, Katie, Katie, sorry. Yeah, uh, Katie's was her, good. I thought hers was really funny, and you could already tell She's night funny. one that like that's totally her element. Yeah. Um, and she was really funny. And then honestly, I was so shocked. You know, I, I'm not a fan of Victoria this season, but I thought she yeah. was hilarious. She was hilarious. I don't like her. And I thought like, there's two ways you can go about it. You can either make the most of it and just be like mm-hmm. so funny and make Matt remember you, or you can play it safe, which some of the girls I think did. Like we didn't see a couple of the girls, which makes me think theirs was yeah. just like very basic. Um, Probably. But hers just had people dying laughing and you could just tell like this girl's got a personality. And that's why like, I've talked to so many different people who are like, Victoria won't stay long. And I'm like, yes, she will because she has a personality for TV. So like, she will, they love her. And I'm sure like maybe Matt doesn't have feelings for her yet but he probably enjoys Mm. like her, her being funny and her personality coming out. Yeah, yeah, she's- my my uh how to say this my view on her changed constantly in this episode one minute I like her and the next minute I just can't stand her but I I just don't see a connection with them no no I I I guess we'll see but then after that I think oh right I think Rachel's I also liked Rachel's um hers was funny and I think everybody seemed to like it and you could kind of see they are starting to form a stronger connection together mm-hmm. but i think she was she was the last one um and then moved on to the date or the dinner portion like the cocktail portion of the yeah. group date and that's where things started to stir up yeah and so sarah we talked about before she was she was on edge during the group date as she was in the audience listening to the girls talk about sexual feelings with Matt and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she decides to come in and crash the group date. And so, which I, this is not the first time uh, this no. year we've seen that. Um, Cause we saw that in Tasha and Claire season. Right. Like um, it happens. Yeah. But she came in, interrupted Katie talking to Matt and just seemed like their conversation just started too. And you know, that stirred up the pot and it did not sit well with the girls. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because she kept saying like, um, I feel like I have a target on my back now. And it's like, you had to know that by doing something like that, the girls, like, no matter who you are, it could have been anyone, Mm -hmm. the girls are going to be pissed. And the fact that she had, she already had a one-on-one didn't really help her situation either. Um, But I was pretty like, I was pretty proud of Katie this whole this whole episode because oh, yeah. she handled it very well and like she walked in and completely interrupted her and was like um <laughs> can I have him back like I was in the middle of talking with him and obviously that's always so uncomfortable because I personally wanted like Matt to say something but yeah. he is very like he doesn't know what to do either I don't think I think he's still getting used to the show and oh, yeah. this whole situation See, that's one of my biggest pet peeves every season when this happens is I wish the bachelor or bachelorette would say something, especially when you're interrupting a date, be like, I'm sorry, but she is right. You did interrupt and, um, you know, it was nice talking to you, yada, yada, and go back to Katie. 
and but we never see that. We just yeah. kind of let the like, contestant win every time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so she interrupted finally, like Sarah, you know, it was funny because she was like, can you, can we, or can, oh my God, I can't talk. Can you leave? And then she was like, yeah, well, can you walk me out? Cause she didn't want to leave yet. So mm. then that caused um, Katie to still be like waiting. And I thought it was interesting that when she went in to talk to the girls like she tried to act like she was being the bigger person and she was like I want to apologize to you like I'm sorry I wanted you to hear it from me first and it was like you know that Katie ran right back to them telling them like you know that they didn't hear it from you first Mm -hmm. so that's not really like the case yeah and then also you have to understand like we'll get to it but these girls have a right to be mad however I think that this whole thing was a little too dramatized like oh at the, like as much as they deserve to be mad they also have to realize this shit happens on every season see i see bo- like i see both sides of it like she like sarah's not here t- to make friends she's here for right. me but like also like she sh- she should be respecting their group date and yes. their time with matt so i see both sides and it's kind of whether or not which side you're on. I just feel right. like if I was in that moment and I was those girls, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed yeah, off. One of the girls made a good point because um, Sarah was like, well, I really needed to talk to him and I didn't know when I would have the chance. And the girls was like, well, you already know you're on a group date. So why couldn't you pull him aside on the group date yeah. and talk to him then? But obviously like she didn't want to. I think mm. it, part of it was her what the girl said which was part of it was she was waiting for him to beg her not to leave like she just wanted attention Mm -hmm. or why can you not i mean producers know why can't you ask the producers and be like when's their group date over can i go over and talk to matt when he's back at his room yeah that too don't don't interrupt the group date yeah it's i i don't know i'm just not a big fan of like interrupting and i guess disrespecting the girls like that and then um as everything blows over um not all the girls got to talk to matt i think there were like four or five of them who didn't get to talk to matt and yeah which i was confused by that because he seemed he seemed very uncomfortable and i couldn't tell if he he, oh yeah it was him being like i'm done now i talked to sarah now i'm annoyed and i want to leave because then he gave rachel the rose and was like Mm -hmm. all right guys like that's it and it was so weird like the way he ended the night he was just like like I think Victoria was like all right bye like yeah I think you could tell like he knew that the I don't I I don't know because he came right off the bat he just seemed uncomfortable yeah and like I think he could tell maybe that like the girls were pissed off like they didn't get time with him and I don't know if that's like him being like all right we're gonna shut down the date or like the time run out on how long they're supposed to be on these group dates for. Right. But like there were four or five girls who just didn't get to talk to him unless we didn't see it. But I'm pretty true. sure some That's of the girls true. said they didn't get to talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. That was like really, cause at the end of the day, I really don't think there's a time limit on these dates. Like I feel no. like they just either producers decide like, all right, we're going to cut it off now. So girl, so there are girls that didn't get to talk and we have a little bit of drama mm-hmm. or maybe yeah. Matt was just like, I'm, 
I'm kind of done and I'm over the date because he has a say like we saw it with Claire Mm -hmm. Claire was like I don't really want to continue anymore like let's just end the day and they cut it off yeah and well speaking of Claire I saw so many comparisons on social media to Dal and Claire to Matt and Sarah just because of like you know him I'm him just all eyes on Sarah and that's how Mm -hmm. Claire was with Dal kind of but also I wanted to add uh, during the after the whole conversation with Sarah and the girls, uh, Victoria ended up like chasing down Sarah as she was leaving, and I thought that was like sort of a big attention grab for Victoria. Yeah, I was confused uh, by that because she doesn't seem like the person. Like that was pissing me off because they all kept saying like, "Oh, we really care about you," and it's like right? not once have you guys actually said to each other that. Well, and what's so funny is I think it was uh, night one or maybe it was the second episode where Victoria was like, I don't, I don't know. She says along the lines of like, I don't care about you guys and that I'm here for Right, right. I I think she, I I don't know, because she tried comforting Sarah, but she literally only made it worse. Yeah, Um, I agree. And I just wasn't a fan, but I did uh, respect Katie because she, she, she handled it with like class, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she said what she had to say um kind of mended things and then just left yeah I thought um for the one being constant like the one who got fully interrupted I think she handled uh-huh. it very well um oh, but then obviously like after that whole date um it's the net well we already know that Serena has a one-on-one with him so then like Matt sh- has to show up to pick up Serena and like oh, I love how all the girls are like piled on the couch um I did, I don't know, it was tough because I did think that it was kind of the wrong time for Matt to talk to Sarah because once again, he's making like these dates about her. But Mm -hmm. I do think that he probably just wanted to like be done with it and be, I don't know, maybe not because then he went in there and was like all like hugging her and like jumped on the bed on her. Like, I think he does have a little thing for her. Um wants her to know like I'm still thinking about you kind of are you are you talking about the uh end of the group date or before the one-on-one before the one-on-one okay that's what see I did like I, I I don't know because he did like not interrupt because it didn't start but like he took time away yeah that's what from I mean. the date and I'm not a big fan of that but then when he came back he was like I would do that for any of you guys yeah but like would he <laughs> I like I, I I don't know I just think it just kept dragging on yeah, and that interrupted uh the one-on-one but speaking of the one-on-one it was really nice um Serena and Matt they went on like a little picnic and um we we haven't really got much of Serena yet she hasn't really talked much, but she is young. She's 22 years old, um, and Matt's, what, 29? So I think yeah. this is definitely an interesting pick for one of the first few one-on-one dates this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um I really like their one-on-one date. I thought that um they make a really cute couple. I could definitely, like, see them. Um, like, look-wise, I could see them together, and I thought they looked really um good together. Mm-hmm. And um I think we learned a little bit more about Serena and I like that she was kind of challenging him like she kept asking him questions that um I think it's a little like early early on we don't really see you know Mm -hmm. she asked if he's ever been in love and how many uh 
past girlfriends he's had, serious relationships, all oh, those yeah. like questions. Um, so you were able to see that they definitely have the same morals and values. But um, I was a little confused by his answer to saying like, I feel like I had love, I would say I'm in love when I was a kid, but maybe not now. And I was just, I don't know. It seems like I feel well, like he's hiding something. He might be, but I, I, I think he was referring to the fact that, you know, when he thought he was in love, but as he's grown older, he's realized that wasn't love. Yeah. And that love is not what he thought. And that's mm-hmm. more, I don't know, advanced or special. Yeah. Um, but there, there could be something we don't know. But also to add, which I think is something to keep note of if Serena goes really far this season, is that she mentioned her dad was not not too, I wouldn't say, yeah, she, she said he wasn't yeah. too supportive of her going on the show and that um, he had questions and he just wasn't sure if this was right for her. And so yeah. I think that's something to definitely like keep in mind if, if she makes it to a hometown. Yeah. Yeah. That'd well, be something be to uh, keep your eye on. Um, as we see, I think this is the same hot tub that him and Bree just had their date on. Which oh, honey. What's so funny is I, um, I was thinking back how many appearances this hot tub has, like how many seasons it's been in. If it's the same hot tub, cause it does look like the same hot tub. This was in last season. Uh, with Tasha and Claire, it was in Hannah B's season with Jed. It or maybe it was Peter. It was also in JoJo's season. I remember. If mm. it's the same hot tub, it has been in so many seasons. That's funny. Like, yeah, I, I could just surprised. remember because it's that same wooden one. Yeah, yeah. Which is really funny. Um. So as they're on this one-on-one, we get to see um how the girls pretty much brutally attack Sarah so Sarah's been in Mm -hmm. her room all day hiding which I do think that she needs to face these girls but I also don't get why these girls care so much like like you've all said you're not here to make friendships you're here for Matt so why do you care if she wants to sit in her room and not hang out with you guys um Mm -hmm. but I want to make it clear when I watched this episode I agree with how the girls feel that they are angry that she interrupted. However, mm-hmm. I think that they attacked her so brutally that like, it, I, I, I was so speechless because mm-hmm. it hurt me. Like I personally don't think I could be in that situation and not start crying. Like they mm-hmm. were so vicious. Victoria reminded me of like a high school bully. Like she, when oh. she, the, uh, oh my God, it literally <laughs> makes me cringe. When um Sarah was like, I've made relationships with you girls. And Victoria was like, wait, who's she talking to? Is she talking to us? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Like there are some girls here that probably are friends with her. And it made mm-hmm. me mad that like no one not one person like I don't care if you are mad at her you still can stick up for this girl like not one person was like okay guys like we don't need to attack her we can tell her how we feel without viciously like destroying Mm. her and no one did that and I just like could not believe like between her and Victoria MJ um Kit like they all just oh my god it was so hard to watch 
Mm-hmm. And I think it was Kit that was like, yeah, I never want to see your face again. Yes. And for her to say that as like a 21-year-old, bold. But that's bold. why, like, out of her mouth, that doesn't surprise me. Because, like, oh. no offense to she's you being 20, but she's very <laughs> young. Like, she's yeah. not, you know she technically is in the age that you'd still be in college. And I wouldn't like, I'd expect that behavior from her, but some of the other girls, like, I don't know, Victoria literally reminded me of like a mean girls bully. That's like, I'm the popular Mm -hmm. girl and you all have to do what I say. And I was just like, this girl, like, you know, you don't know her background. You don't know what she goes through on a day-to-day basis. And like, yeah, she messed up and she did something stupid and she deserves to be called out for it, but she doesn't need to be bullied. Like she was mm-hmm. straight bullied. And if I were her, I would have left too. Like I would have stayed. Yeah, was I just about to say. So I didn't, I'm trying to, like, I do think they needed to stand up to Sarah. It was just how they handled it and how much they went after her. Because, like, I was not a fan of, like, what Sarah did in terms of, like, one, interrupting the date, being not, con- like, sitting in a room all day and, like, not confronting them. But then how they handled it and just went at her constantly, that's yeah, where the that- issue was. And it was, like, she couldn't even say something without being interrupted and being attacked. And, mm-hmm. like, it made me mad that when she came down, MJ was, like, I was so concerned for you. Like, I didn't know where you were. I didn't know if you were okay. And it was, like... 20 minutes ago you were ripping mm. her apart to the girls like you don't care if she's okay you don't and care then, if she's up in her room or not and then when they got up sarah tried to talk to mj and she said no yeah she was she like said, no, i needed to cool down yeah yeah <sighs> but so then which i really liked this conversation uh after she talked to katie and you know katie was the one that you know she was interrupted none of these yeah. other girls were necessarily interrupted right uh, in their conversations and she sat down with sarah and just had a real conversation with her and she like she, i'm trying to think about this she realized that it's not like everything it looked to be like there's really more stuff that sarah has going right. on because we've seen sarah talk about her dad and how he is she labeled it as terminal and he he might not have a lot a lot of time left and you know that's that's one of the big things weighing on her and i i think like i think she needed to know in these first couple weeks that it was map because she didn't want to waste her time here because her dad was at home and katie really understood that and she talked about how her dad passed away when she was Mm -hmm. younger i believe it was like seven years ago and so I think that that was a big connection. And um, I, I, I think, I think it made things bulb, better. I think the light bulb went off in her head and she was like, oh, definitely. Oh, okay, sh- I need to go. Like, cause then she went downstairs and addressed all the girls and finally stood up for Sarah. When I wanted to be like, you're kind of a little oh, yeah. too late. Like, this is the stuff oh, yeah. that you should have said. We need to be classy and you don't know what's going on in people's heads beforehand. Now it's too late. This girl's going home. Um, yeah. But as we see, like Sarah shows up and says goodbye to Matt, which I thought um, you could tell that Matt did not want her to leave. So it was kind of mm-hmm. hard to watch, but um, I don't know. I was afraid Sarah was going to, I'm not afraid. I, I, I thought I, she was going to stay. I thought she was going to stay. And that's where I was really worried because um, I don't, I wouldn't know how the girls would handle that knowing right. she was going home and then she stayed. 
Yeah. And that's same. where I was concerned. But they didn't end up talking and uh, Sarah did end up going home. She left and Matt, Matt let her. You could definitely tell like he did have a connection with her and that was tough mm-hmm. for him. So I'm wondering, will she come back? I know I was thinking that too, but I don't, I don't know because she, she, she'd be in for a rude awakening if she did. Oh yeah. Not like they, if she thought they were hard on her now, they're going to be hard on her again. Oh, definitely. But all, we, we constantly see it though. Like those connections yeah. that are built and the person decides to leave or they're sent home and then they come back and try to fight for their heart again. Yeah. Yeah, but that's how it ended. So we got to see her leave. She obviously broke mm-hmm. down in the car. And you could tell that I think she was, like you said, second guessing leaving. Um, mm-hmm. And then we see next week, we finally get five new girls, which, oh my God, it mm. reminded me of Tasha season. Like these four guys can't get, oh, get yeah. a break. But with them, I mean. I don't really think it matters. I don't know why they're bringing five more girls when they clearly like yeah. have the biggest season ever. It doesn't really make sense, but um, yeah, next week will be interesting. There's looks like continues to be a lot more drama, mm-hmm. more girls getting into some arguments and some fights. Yeah. I'm definitely excited to see because we've seen some relationships form between Matt and some of the girls and then at this point, I'm also picking out who's going to be in Paradise this summer. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Paradise is going to be huge this summer because yeah. we have like four seasons to fill because yep. of last year missing out. And so I'm really oh, excited yeah. for that. But also we have news in Bachelor Nation that just broke, I think, yesterday. But I know it's been rumored for about a week now that Claire and Dale have split up, which yep. honestly, I am not... I, I'm not too shocked about, I figured it would happen sooner or later, but I think it happened quick. Yeah, quicker than I thought, but Mm -hmm. very soon. um, I thought it was interesting that the couple from a spinoff of Bachelor that performed Mm -hmm. on their date, like that was their last date, they broke up. Yeah. Um, So honestly, the real question is who is left that is still together? because it's starting to feel like no one's still together anymore but I think I'm I'm very curious who ended it I think it was Dale ended it he he I thought all along that he was kind of playing this narrative so he could become relevant and then once he ends things with her kind of like Tyler C like he could he can go do whatever he wants he's a good looking guy he probably there's probably so many girls right now that have already Mm -hmm. dm'd him well what's interesting is that uh, I'm trying to think, maybe back in November, mo- November, December, he was spotted at a bar with some girl and uh, there was this whole thing and uh, they said they were friends and like, I think Claire backed it up. And that's where I was questioning things. I, I, I don't know. I never saw them really lasting, um, but he, he could be somebody we see on Paradise or as one of the next Bachelors. Say, I wonder, I would hope they wouldn't put him as a Bachelor because of... Oh how fast like they could have something like that on their hands again but bachelor in paradise i could see them maybe bringing him on there um depending Mm -hmm. on the timeline if it's like too soon or not Mm -hmm. yeah i think oh also something i wanted to add that came out this week following the episode was uh sarah who we just talked about 
uh, my math seasons. Her involvement with g Easy. Yeah, that was random. Which I think was really random. I don't know how long ago it was. It was in March. Okay. So I, I think March. that's really interesting. Yeah. But that pretty much wraps it up here on After the Final Rose with Alana and Dante. We covered all of uh, episode three of The Bachelor on Matt's season. We had some eliminations. We had somebody sent home. And we had a lot of girls fighting. Mm-hmm. And... You know, they're all fighting for Matt's heart. So I'm excited to see the rest of this season and who ends up taking Matt's heart. And that pretty much wraps it up. Yeah. Um, we get a, what's it called? Group date next week. Um, yep. And a lot of drama. And I am so looking forward to it. Yeah. And make sure if you don't already, check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast streaming platforms make sure to follow us at atfr underscore podcast on instagram as well as on our youtube page to watch the live video if you're not already um so thank you and we will see you next week see you next week